You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome in everybody. Um, been looking forward to um, kind of kind of this this sit down for a while with John Cohen, Auburn's athletic director. I want to say new athletic director, but it's been a little while now. But it 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 probably doesn't feel like it. It feels like it's been a uh, a, a sprint and not a marathon so far, doesn't it? Because yeah, it's been pretty busy, hasn't it? No question. And, and I like the new part because new is fun and this is a great place and so many Auburn people have been so friendly, so welcoming. It's just been an incredible experience. For you, what what has it been like these these, these couple of months to, to kind of jump in both feet um, and obviously coaching higher, all the things just to kind of, I mean, you hadn't had a, ch- a chance to take a whole lot of deep breaths, have you? It's been pretty busy, hasn't it? It's been very busy. And, and when you really think about the landscape of intercollegiate athletics right now, I, I think most of us, especially at the Autonomy 5 level, uh, all have the same challenges. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter where you are, there are going to be challenges. The challenges are just going to be different. Um, do we have some challenges at Auburn? Sure. Um, but do we have uh, the resources? Do we have the creativity? Do we have the history? Do we have uh, the manpower to overcome those challenges? A- absolutely. And I, I just I look forward to coming to work every day because this is such a great place and you can just feel the Auburn spirit and uh, it, it just makes it totally worthwhile. What's it been like in the walls? You talked about it when you got hired about, about Auburn and, and you know a lot of history about Auburn growing up in this state. What's it been like in the walls and in this job now that you've had a chance to absorb it for a couple of months? Well, not to be repetitive, but the thing that jumps out to you is, is indeed the, this Auburn spirit. You hear about it, you've heard people talk about it for years, but till you see it in people's faces. You know, I've told the story many times, but a couple of months ago I had the opportunity to go listen to Rowdy Gaines, of course, the Olympian, the voice of swimming around mm-hmm. the world, um, a very proud Auburn grad, but to listen to Rowdy, who's one of the best public speakers I've ever heard, to listen to Rowdy be very intentional and specific about his experiences. You know, back in 1980, he didn't get a chance to go to the Olympics. Yes. You know, the United States boycotted the Olympic Games in a, in a, in a political situation, but his disappointment, and he talks about where swimming is now versus where swimming used to be. And then he starts talking about Auburn. And then he has to catch his, his, his breath and, and starts to tear up. And the reason I bring this up about Rowdy is that's not the first and it's not the last time I've seen that experience, not only with our current athletes, former athletes, fans, alumni, donors, it's a really powerful spirit, and the, things like the Auburn Creed mean a lot to, to, 
to everyone. And I, I know I've been heavily influenced uh, by that the last three months. So um, again, I, you feel this incredible responsibility uh, to do right by Auburn and, and to lead in a certain way. And uh, it's, it's just been a, a, a terrific experience. Yeah, when, when you talked about, I mean, you get here pretty quickly and, and, and have a coaching hire to make. You, you, you talked about fit and talked about fit a lot. People now are seeing that fit in you freeze and this staff. What was it that you saw that you said, okay, that's the right guy, even though you hadn't been here at Auburn very long, that you said that's the right guy for Auburn? Well, there's so many things on the list, and I think it's been pretty well documented. You know, every athletic director has a list of criteria, things that they're looking for, but it does have to fit. It has to match the university that you're working for. And in Auburn, um, I, I was looking for somebody who would embrace the Auburn family. I was looking for somebody with humility. I was looking for somebody who would look you dead in the eye and share their life's experiences, where they went right and where they might have gone wrong. Then you're looking for somebody who really understands the Southeastern Conference at a very high level. Then you're looking for somebody who can really evaluate. And let's not separate the, the, let's separate the two just for a moment. There's a big difference. You know this better than anyone. There's a big difference between the evaluation part and the actual recruitment part. The recruitment part is, hey, we want you to be part of this. But the evaluation part is about 90% of it. The 90% of it is, does this student athlete match what we're trying to do on the field, what we're trying to do off the field, what we're trying to do academically. And I think Hugh was just such a great fit, again, because of his clarity of understanding and all of his experiences that he brings forward. And I think in a short time, we've seen his evaluation and recruiting skills at a very high level. Thorough is the word that he's used, you used. Um, and, and people might not understand how thorough, but I've gotten to know you a little bit and I, I, I probably have, I probably don't even scratch the surface, but but this is something that any hire, but but this hire was not taken lightly, and it was very thorough, wasn't it? Well, my wife and my children have told me before we've had conversations. <laughs> hey, Dad, the horse is dead. Stop kicking. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I have a tendency to uh, overanalyze certain certain things, but when it's something that is important as Auburn football or Auburn anything. Um, you're going to take it with real seriousness and, and you're going to do all the research it takes to make sure you're making the right decision for this great institution. And I feel the same way today that, that I did the, the day we announced Hugh Freeze. I, I believe he's the right person for this job. And I think, again, we're just starting to scratch the surface of some things that we can do in this football program. And already seeing it from a recruiting standpoint, the transfer portal standpoint. But, but the building, the combination of, of this staff and that building, do you feel like, man, this thing has a chance to really take off and do it in a hurry? I really do. And I, I've been very fortunate uh, from my, all my travels in the Southeastern Conference. You know, I was at the University of Florida as an assistant baseball coach when a guy named Steve Spurrier was a football coach. I was at Kentucky when they had really good football success. Um, I, I, and then at Mississippi State. Uh, I. I really feel like we're at a time, a point in time right now, where we're gonna look back and say, that was the start of something really special. And, and I believe we're on that trajectory right now. The coaching staff, one part of it, this building was already kind of in the works. When you walk in there now, is it hard to believe that that's, that's something that, that college athletes have their availability right now? There's no question, it's a wow. Uh, and I've seen a lot of them, I know you have too. Uh, 
it's a wow. And from start to finish, it doesn't matter what part of the building you're in, there, there's a wow factor. And I'm really happy for football. So great, grateful to the Waltos family for, for their contributions in making that ha happen along with many, many other people. But the truth of the matter is we have more work to, to be done in other sports as well. Uh, we, we need to have some more wow in, with all of our sports. We need to have some more wow in our football stadium. We need to have some more wow in, in, in all of our sports. And we're really, really dedicated uh, our, our thoughts and, and uh, our minds on, on getting to that level in all of our sports. Yeah, obviously baseball recently, um, you know, the Board of Trustees approved kind of that first step. How excited are you in, in the future of Plainsman Park and seeing what it can become with this first step of this kind of rehabilitation? Well, I don't think many folks fully realize what Butch Thompson has done at, at, with Auburn baseball. You're talking about a state that, for good or for bad, really doesn't have as much scholarship aid available. And why? Because last I, I checked, Auburn had around 46,000 kids from around the world applying to go to school here. Why do most scholarships exist? They exist to acquire students or to bring students in and, and to try and, uh, you know, uh, appease them and, and, and recruit them to come. Auburn is a place that really, when you look at the amount of kids who are applying to this institution, it doesn't require as much scholarship aid to, to get kids to, to, to come be part of this, this special university. So if you look at, a, a, from, from a baseball standpoint, if you don't have a TOPS program like they have in Louisiana, if you don't have a HOPE program like they have in the state of Georgia, if you don't have a Bright Futures program like they do in the state of Florida, it puts you in a really tough position. And Butch has done a masterful job overcoming some of the scholarship limitations that being in the state of Alabama provides. But here we are, two out of the last three baseball seasons, he's been in Omaha, Nebraska, and uh, just so proud of him. I say all of this because it started out with you asking me about facilities. Mm -hmm. I, I, he, Butch is so deserving, and his players and our fans are so deserving of having more of an upper level SEC experience in ter terms of the facilities. And I know several of our other coaches feel the same way and we're gonna get there. But if I had to rank where Plainsman Park is right now, even though I love it, it has great feel, great bones. Coach Baird and others created that stadium as a state of the art when it was built. Yes. But it does need some help at this point. I, I, it currently, I wouldn't say it's in the top half of this league in terms of baseball facilities. So. Um, Based on what Butch has been able to do, that program's been able to do, and the legacy that Coach Baird created, it's time. It's time for us to, to make some improvements, and I'm, I'm really excited about it. Yeah, you're a facilities person. That's what you did at, at Mississippi State, um, and they already started in that process here. Basketball has a practice facility that will, will be in the works, and um, this is the importance of, you mentioned earlier, but keeping up with those things. I mean, it's, it's an important part of the college landscape and college atmosphere to, to can continue to add to facilities, isn't it? Facilities are very, very important. We all know that there's a new landscape, uh, name, image, and likeness for individual students ha has altered that paradigm uh, in, in a big way. And we'll see moving forward have that balance of facilities versus name, image, and likeness dollars that, that come from collectives and come from other groups. Um, you know, when you work at a university, certainly, there's only one pot, 
So if you take away from one area and give to another, it's going to affect all areas. Yes. Um, that's something we have to monitor and, and we have to make sure that, that Auburn's putting their best foot forward. And we have to make sure that our kids have great facilities. Um, they have all the support they need to be successful on and on, on and off uh, the playing surface. And uh, we're committed to doing that. Lots of people, ask, I mean, Jordan Hare Stadium is right behind your, your shoulder here. A lot of people ask about the future and facility development there. I know for you that's something that is, is it's never on the back burner, but those are things that you now will, will dive into to look at seeing possibly what will be done, right? But that's something that's on your, your bucket list, isn't it? No, there's no question. And, again, I think this is a great time to mention um, Dr. Chris Roberts, our new president. Um, I say new even though he's been here much longer than I have. He's given – the majority of his life to this great institution and just appreciate the leadership he's provided not not only to myself but to the athletic department and to this university um, I, I think he and I both agree that there's some low-hanging fruit with with some some facility uh, opportunities for our athletic department uh, but what a great job he's done for the entire university as well there are needs all across this campus and athletics is just one part of this um, University. It might be the most visible at times, mm -hmm. but but certainly there are a lot of needs. And again, I, I'm just I'm so excited about the future and, and and the things that we can accomplish together. Butch mentioned something about Dr. Robertson about about yourself and the board about how he had never felt the the cohesiveness. Everybody pulling in the same direction. Can you feel that from inside, how everybody is going, hey, man, this, this feels like it's supposed to feel? I, I can, and the reason I can, again, is when you're 56 years old and you're in your fifth SEC school and having lived in seven SEC cities, you've been a part of it for a while, you can feel that. And I, I've been very, very fortunate. Uh, I, I felt that way when I was at Mississippi State. I felt everybody was pulling in the, in the, in the same direction. It's a good feeling to have. But I do feel that at, at Auburn. I think Dr. Roberts is a big part of that. Uh, our board, uh, our donors, certainly our fan base, the student body. You know, I, I, I don't know if I've ever seen anything like the jungle. And I met with the officers of the jungle just yesterday. What an incredible group of kids who are totally responsible and totally uh, united by wanting to support Auburn Athletics, and that just makes you feel great as the athletic director at a, at a place like this. You've been all over the place, games, matches. You were in Knoxville the other day and came back for, for the Diamond Club banquet, banquet that night. Why is it important for you to, to be there as much as you can? Yeah, I'd love to be ubiquitous, right? Uh, everywhere all the time. It's difficult at times, but it, I just enjoy it so much. I mean, my goodness. Uh, we get the opportunity to, to be at a baseball banquet or seeing our kids compete their heart out up in Knoxville right before that or, or going to our women's game on Sunday um, and our tennis matches. The, the thing about this is it's Southeastern Conference level athletes at Auburn University it's just not only exciting to watch those kids perform, but it's really exciting to watch them prepare as well. Because I know from my coaching background, that's where all the wins happen. That's where everything else takes care of itself if the preparation is good. And I just feel very fortunate that we have great coaches 
we're preparing our kids to be successful. You mentioned NIL earlier. From you've been at, from a coaching standpoint, now an administrative standpoint, how how tough is that? Because it's an it it's kind of feels like it's a moving target at times to kind of stay there, stay up. And where do you feel like Auburn is at the moment? I, I just feel like we're not. And I'm not talking about Auburn here. I'm, I'm talking about all of intercollegiate athletics. We're just not getting a clear and consistent message. Um, and, and that's all any of us ask. We just want guidelines. We want guardrails. This is okay. This isn't. Um, and, and I think we're all kind of learning together on a daily basis, which isn't good. You know, mm-hmm. we've done this as long as many of us have. You want clarity, and we just don't have it. Um, I will say that the commissioner of the Southeastern Conference, who, by the way, addressed our entire athletic department, did a brilliant job last week. I, I feel when he's addressing our athletic directors or our, our entire staff here at Auburn, he has clarity. I, I really believe that Greg knows what it's supposed to look like. Um, I just. I wish we could get everybody in alignment so that we can be very specific and intentional uh, in what it's going to look like over the next two, three, four, five years. That helps all of our coaches, it helps our student athletes, it helps the fans, um, but th- this constant change is something that, that I don't think is good for anybody. I got you. Um, final one, message to the Auburn fans, you, you had, you know, you're standing there at Jordan-Hare Stadium. What would your message be to Auburn fans today as you look forward to the future of Auburn Athletics? I guess I'd love to say thank you for embracing me. I can't tell you how many great encounters I've had on this campus and beyond. Um, I, I, <laughs> I always joke with Nell. I thought when I came here I'd be a little bit invisible that nobody would really know who I was. That was certainly not the case. I don't know why. Uh, but people have been just so welcoming, not only to me, but to Nell as well. And. I'm just thrilled to be part of something, a small part of something that's incredibly special. This Auburn spirit is powerful. And it, in, I, I've heard this expression over and over and over again, and now it makes so much sense to me. If you love Auburn, Auburn's going to love you back. And uh, there's no question that it, you have to show your love for Auburn. And I want to earn that trust from the, the Auburn community, and uh, I want to get there. When you have sports mixed with your pop culture, along with humor and celebrity interviews, your earbuds are enjoying the Rich Eisen Show. Dan Orlovsky, are you still a Jaden Daniels is the best quarterback available in the draft guy? I think the three things that make it stand out for me are, number one, I think his ball placement versus man coverage is the best in the draft. Every quarterback in the NFL is accurate. He's got the best on tape. Number two, most transferable stuff to the NFL. And then I think the third thing is pocket peace. Search for the Rich Eisen Show on YouTube or wherever you listen.